You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch the work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I ran in that place ten times. Biggest biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide one hundred point nine, and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Radio Network on social media, including Facebook with Martin Houston uh, fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page, Tide 100.9, Alabama tradition, exit and old sports, as well as on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35, all of those. Simulcasting at the same time, you're welcome to get in on the conversation via chat on the social media uh, network, or you can call us in a traditional way on the Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904-205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. We're live, local, and open for business. want to remind you that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see uh, in the world today. I want to invite you to get in on that conversation. But before we do that, I want to invite X into the program. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing, doing well. Good. Glad to have you with us. Once again, that's the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier kicking things off on this beautiful Thursday morning. Of course, that means that we'll have our normal catch up with uh, recruiting guru Hank South 247 Sports as he'll kick off uh, the second half. But a lot of recruiting news happening uh, for the Crimson Tide. Big day on yesterday. We'll, we'll, we may highlight that uh, before we get on with Hank. Uh, also, uh, opportunity to talk uh, uh, about recruiting. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, uh, Alabama lost a five-star and another recruit flipped. And, of course, you know, people always react, overreact to anything around Nick Saban most of the time. And, of course, uh, when this young man said that Nick Saban talking about 
Woods out of Thompson was losing touch. Well, looked like Nick Saban um, found that magic touch again. So we'll, we can talk about that uh, this morning. Also, um, the uh, opportunity to, to just discuss. I know we talked a little bit about about it in terms of um, Matt Dog. Uh, uh, I think uh, you know a guy that is is you know well respected in the business. Is he making a play on uh, trying to get more <laughs> more clicks or, or more eyes back on him or something? But Russo making two crazy statements. One we broke down in great detail, but one we didn't talk a lot about was uh, X uh, and, and Joe, where he was uh, had the top programs and he you know he had Alabama sitting third behind Notre Dame and Michigan so uh, we can talk about that as well if you want to get into that conversation uh, this morning and then anything else hey if you got something out there you'd like to talk about any topic you'd like for us to to refresh uh, we can talk about that and we'll have a little maybe a little mix a little deal no deal up in uh the conversation this morning, uh, but before we get things started, X, uh, what, what's on your mind, sir? What you got? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know if you saw the news yesterday. Uh, Rick Carley spoke with um, your former head coach, uh, Gene Stallings, and he apparently has suffered his third stroke. Yeah, a few weeks ago. So, just want to send prayers out to Coach Stallings and his family and for a speedy recovery because we would all love to see him back in Tuscaloosa this fall for the 30th reunion of the '92 team. Yeah, um, I did see uh, did see that, um, and of course, you know, sending up prayers for um, Coach uh, Stallings and. Uh, you know, um, can never can never talk enough about the the impact uh, he had on my life, and of course, uh, indirectly on uh, my family. Um, I've said it numerous times on here uh, that uh, Coach Stallings taught me a lot about how to to be a husband and a father, and um, to do what I do now, I uh, I wasn't quite as bad as, as, as him, Xavier, when it came to to, <laughs> to 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 some of the things he's done. I was talking to someone uh, about you know the story he used to tell us about the boys that would date his daughters, and uh, one of his you know Coach Stallings has a bunch of one-liners, but um, you know uh, you know, maybe we need to bring this back for for Addison and. Joe, you have your daughter. Uh, you may need to pull this line out as well. Uh, he says it's always a good day to build a fence. You, 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 you can always build a fence. And, <laughs> and what that meant, Xavier and Joe, listeners out there, no matter if somebody came to date his daughters, he would, um, he would, they would have to come over, uh, and start early one morning. And just build a fence. They might rebuild a fence that was up, or they might put up some new fence around the ranch. But 
his philosophy was always able. And if they couldn't make the, make it through the day, they had to go. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you got anywhere. You, Joe, you got anywhere you can put up a good fence? I guess I can, I guess I need to get creative. <laughs> but that was like, you know, he, we we had quite a few coach stalling stories and and uh, prayerfully, uh, guys, as you said, X, uh, a week of October twenty first and twenty second of that weekend is going to be uh, when when they honor the the thirtieth anniversary of the national championship team of ninety two. So. Uh, prayerfully, Coach Stallings is not only still around, um, but um, fully, fully uh, able to, uh, to enjoy um, that weekend and all that will go into to honoring honoring that. So, um, well, uh, you know, the, the uh, recruiting, of course, guys, is, is big news without a doubt. Uh, how 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 crazy does the um, Peter Woods statement sound now that um, <laughs> coach, that coach uh, has managed to kind of pull down what he's pulled down in the recruiting world. Yeah, it, it sounds a little crazier seeing how once again Alabama is now fitting with a top five class as well as the highest rated average per recruit yet again for so far, the third year running. Um, so it's one of those things of, well, maybe for you, he wasn't in touch. But for a lot of these young men out there, he still is, and he's still seen as the gold standard in college football when it comes to getting guys ready to go to the NFL. Yeah, you know, and he uh, – <laughs> and I get the young man, you know, uh, I guess, I mean, he said lively and more in touch with the teenage. Life. Um, anybody want to tell me what the teenage, how long the teenage life lasts in college football? Uh, that, that, two that, years that, in touch. Yeah. Two well, years my time. point is when you step from campus, when you step from campus, because, uh, you know, I guess you kind of make it deal, no deal. Let me let me ask you this, guys. I guess I guess from a recruiting standpoint, um, what what do you guys, uh, Xavier? I ask you first. Joe, I ask you first. What do you what what would be your biggest? Um, or I, I I won't make you make pick one, but what's your top three? Uh, things you think you look for in, in your university? And you can get more. As a, give me the top three. Thank you. As, as, as a, a recruit, recruit. As a recruit, um, what would be your, what would be kind of your criteria for, for choosing? Because this young man just said that Peter Woods said pretty much been out of my guy's whole life. And now he, he comes out and he says what? He chose Clemson. Why? Because Dabo was more lively, more in touch, better understood the teenage life. So with that said, I'm going to give you guys a chance to think about it through the break. 
And if you're a listener out there and you you're, you want to call in uh, or, or chat us, what would be your top three criteria? If you're sitting down and going, okay, I'm, uh, th- these coaches are going to come in here and the one that hits this, this, and this is going to be um, the, 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 the school I choose. Uh, what would that be? So think about that, X. Think about that, Joe. Coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation around recruiting, uh, whether Nick Saban's in touch. And, hey, like I said, you're welcome to bring your top three criteria for what it would take to and you as the number one overall recruit in the nation. We're going to break it down right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet on this Thursday morning. No wrecks, no delays. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Hot and humid again today, partially sunny with a chance of widely scattered showers or storms this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 75. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. Scattered storms developing by afternoon. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on top 100.9. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business 205-342-9904. And uh, as we were going to break there, we were asking a question. You're the top recruit in the nation. What's your top three criteria for uh, picking your school? Speaking of the number one recruit in the nation, Looks like uh, there's been a little, at least in one poll, we'll ask uh, Hank if that's changed any of their guys, but it looks like quarterback Malachi uh, Nelson has replaced Arch Manning as the number one overall recruit. Uh, We can talk about that (laughs) conversation as well. Uh, Before we get to you guys, you guys have had a little break to think about that. Let's go to... Alan, Alan, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I'm back on this side of the world, so I'm, I can uh, listen to the show a little bit better than I could on way out there on the West Coast. 
But um, I wanted, last time I called in, I just want, um, well, that's the last time, the time before that, you was picking on X. I just want to make sure he good. You good, X? I just want to make sure now everything's good with you over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm making it. Okay. Okay, you make it okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I was picking on you pretty hard, and I said, like, "Wait a minute, we ain't gonna have that. No, we ain't have that." <laughs> but, but you know, as far as recruiting goes, and these guys that you know that's that's on a, they, uh, you know, you never hear any of them say, "Well, Texas A and M coaches lost it," or these other coaches. You never hear them hear them say about that program and this program. They always want to talk about Alabama because that' what gets the news right now. I mean, for the last twelve, fifteen years. Alabama is in the news every week, every day. So that's what gets them on on ESPN. That's what gets them, you know, make them relevant. I mean, whether they believe it or not, that's what makes people talk. And, in, and the bottom line is for their ratings to come up, they got to talk about Alabama. Well, whether they believe it or not, that's what they're going to say. So, you know, and as far as the, um, just my opinion, as far as the, the top five, top ten program, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be a talk. I'm a diehard Bama fan. It's a toss-up. You can say Alabama, you can say Michigan, you can say Ohio State, you can say Notre Dame. It, I guess it's, it's your preference of them. But, you know, if you hey, want to say, uh, what's the ratings on that, though? It, well, well, well here, here's here's the thing. The only re- – I mean, Michigan, if you go to prior to 1950, maybe prior to the World War II, Michigan may deserve to be up there. Michigan has the most wins in college football, um, but they have one championship since 1950. Notre Dame has won since 1988, I think. I mean, one. I mean, they have the one in 1988. Um, I don't know when or prior to that one was. Right? Wasn't that their last one? Yeah, I think it was the late 80s. And yeah, eighty-eight. Rocket Ishmael, when Rocket Ishmael and all them was there. Yeah, so I think it was my freshman year. But since then, <laughs> uh, Notre Dame at least has been, you know, an opportunity uh, to possibly get another title. But what is he rating at? I mean, what is he? I mean, what is he? Uh, how is he particular at to say who who gets what who? You know, where's where's the the fan base? I mean, what is he? How, he, how does he I mean oh, get that? Alan, he said something that doesn't make sense of why he put Alabama at three, but has those two programs in front of. He said Alabama has had droughts in their history, and he said that is that is the number one reason why he ranked those other two schools over them. But you can't say Alabama has drought and then put those two teams above them exactly. because, as it was just exactly. it was just stated, you're talking about one team has won championship in seventy years, and the other one hasn't had a championship in over thirty years. And in that same span of time, Alabama has won. Or the last seventy years, Alabama has thirteen championships. And in the other span of time, has seven. Those teams yeah. have not well, won a championship. Well, you know, I mean, like, like if you said storied, um, you, you do have to kind of go, okay, let's go all the way back to the beginning, right? I mean, okay. if, you, if you're going to have that conversation, you kind of go back to the beginning, I guess, 
and Alabama in um, in their hundred now kind of crazy hundred and twenty something year history has won eighteen national titles uh, have won national titles um, I think uh, nine different you know decades in like seven consecutive decades or something like that. Uh, yeah, and 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 in the last four decades, and one title in nine different decades. So, um, what Alabama has had is uh, they've they've had some consistency, uh, but they've also had uh, a couple of dec- dominant decades. <laughs> uh, you know, you take Coach Bryant's run from uh, uh, the the mid sixties to to spike in in the uh, 70s and curtailing in the late 80s. And then you take Saban's run. We have the most dominant, you know, two or three decades in college football history, period. But other than that, we've been consistent in the other ones. And it it makes no sense, Alan. Uh, and, And here's the thing. Alabama and, and guys, if you want to see, we're not going to get into all the details. Uh, if you want to see the some more of the detail uh, of this particular story, you can go to um, Todd 100.9 uh, and, um, you know, Joe and the team have done a great job as far as uh, writing an article on it. Uh, but we, we have um, almost as many wins, Alan. Right in postseason, in the postseason, in the postseason, we have forty-five wins, twenty-seven losses, and Michigan has only played in forty-nine total postseason games. You know, so, the last thing so, so I'm we, about we, it is. Wait, I'm sorry. We played in eighty-five. We played in eighty-five postseason games. I'm sorry, uh, not eighty-five, seventy-five. Uh, postseason games, they've played in 49. We've won 45. They've won uh, 21. We've only lost 27 of those 75. They've lost 28 of their 49. So, and that wow. got them there. Um, national championships is 18 to 13. They have won in the last 70 years of modern football. And they only have like 30 more wins uh, than Alabama, or maybe yeah, uh, thirty-four more wins than Alabama. So I don't know how he puts them or Notre Dame, but especially Michigan at number one. Uh, I would put Notre Dame in front of Michigan, but so. And we're coming for those yeah. wins. I mean, we'll you know a couple of years we'll have we'll be to surpass them by by wins. But my last comment is this: I would now I do applaud Notre Dame, and all these years they have not changed. Uh, wavered from their academic uh, way to get into their school to what you've got to do to stay at their school. Um, you know, I, now I do say they put academics before they put uh, uh, football as what I know, and I do applaud them for that. Who is that? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You think they put academics before football? I, you know, in order to get in there, I would think so. I don't. It's it's pretty. I mean, what I've heard is pretty tough to get in there. It is. It is. But 
I don't know if that's because they're putting it before football. <laughs> well, I, I may, it may be, I may have said that wrong, but uh, you know, but I would say, but I, I, I would say that it's pretty hard. I know hard. what you mean. It's hard to they, get in that. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. They've not lowered, they've not lowered their academic standards in order to uh, expand their recruiting base. That's, that, and yeah, truthfully, that's yeah. and truthfully, that's why. Uh, what's his name is down at uh, LSU versus up at Notre Dame. Uh, and, <laughs> appreciate you. Was, that, it still that they, was it still true that they never registered anybody up there also? I don't know. I, I've never heard that. Hmm. We had to check into that. Huh. All right. Y'all gentlemen have a good day. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, we got George from Macon. George, you're uh, in Mr. Martin, Houston, Martin and Xavier on top 109 on the Alabama One Hotline. Talk to us. Thanks for taking my call, Martin. Yeah, um, that guy, when I think they had another guy that was on Ryan Fowler's show a couple of nights ago, talked about Notre Dame and Michigan ahead and talked the whole way ahead of Alabama. And I kind of called and, you know, went off on the rails. And I keep talking about the history of Notre Dame. For some reason, I think all these um, pundits and these guys forget about Frank Thomas and Wallace Wade won five national championships. Granted, of Luke Rockney and Lehigh won seven, but that's only two more. And they also forget that Alabama won three Rose Bowls before you know they decided to go pack in um, Big A. And um, that, in my mind, our history is just as great as theirs. And not only that, they forget about the history from 1988 to present day. Zero national championships. And Michigan, if the referees hadn't given them an extra down, they wouldn't have won their national championship. So I think that these guys are just saying that to rile, you know, the Alabama fans up, which was successful. I got fired up because (laughs) the, the, the prominence of Alabama versus everybody else, Granted, I mean, I got to give Notre Dame. They have a good program. The school's good. I can't say anything negative about it, really. It's just not as storied as Alabama. Now, going on to um, what I would look for if I was a recruit, I think I would look for if I was there, you know, if uh, athletics was very, very important to me, which it is to anybody that's getting an athletic scholarship. First thing I look for is, you know, are they going to keep me healthy? And our training staff and our um, pool of doctors is second to none. They're able to heal you not only medically but also holistically with a good diet. So that's number one to me. And then number two, who can motivate me to do what I need to do to be elite? You know, and everybody has, a you know, a different set of buttons. That you know that would that motivates them to get to where they need to be, and uh, obviously, since I'm a big Alabama fan, I think Nick Saban is none better. And back in the day, Gene Stallings, none better. Bear Bryant, none better. And if you really want to get to the history of it, of course, I'm not sure. Frank Thomas, who actually played under um, Newt Rockney, so there's another combination relation there, and Wallace Wade. But who can keep me motivated to get me where I needed to be and who has the support staff to keep me between the lines? 
Um, those are some things that I would kind of look at if I was a recruit. And my, my son, he was a, um academic recruit, and those are things that he kind of looked at. Mm-hmm. What, hey, do that, that, what do you think about that? That's a good list, uh, uh, George, and um, that the last one may be more important than, than, than you, you know, and that also may be why Peter Woods made the right choice because Dabo's style may motivate him more Absolutely. than so, 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 hey, that, that, that's a good selection. We got to get to a break here, George, but thanks for that insight, especially reminding the Bama fans and the rest of the world, Bama's been doing this thing for a long time at an extremely high level. <laughs> And Martin, still, you, you asked Joe, I got level. off on the rails the other night. I, I did. I was fired up. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We appreciate you calling, keeping us uh, between the rails. Thank you for taking rails, my man. call. Thank you. Thank you, George. That's George from Macon. Hey, coming back on the other side, we're going to bring in recruiting guru Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online, right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Tuscaloosa native and Tide commit Wilkin Formby is actively recruiting other players to join him at the capstone. Julio Jones has signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers worth up to $8 million. And Bo Scarborough is getting another shot in the NFL as the New Orleans Saints bring him in for a workout. In Tide 2023 recruiting news, Number one player from the state of Georgia and number one safety nationally, Caleb Downs, has committed to the Crimson Tide. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet on this Thursday morning. No wrecks, no delays. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. 
John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. As we get into the second half, we are now joined by recruiting expert Hank South of 247 Sports and Bama Online. How are you doing this morning, Hank? Hey, Xavier. I'm actually still dialing him up. I just got got him and uh, wasn't able to connect to him, so I'm still dialing him up. Give me another minute or so, and we'll get we'll get him connected in just a second. All right. Hey. All right. Uh, sounds hey. good. As he's getting him connected, let, let's catch a couple comments we got. Um, on the other side from questions we asked earlier, Greg Armstrong said the following uh, in terms of his top three criteria. He said, it doesn't matter if you're the number one or 2,000 recruit. You need a program that will help you grow as a player, one, as a person, two, and as a productive member of society, uh, if your goal is to grow in any of these areas, you need someone to challenge you when you need to be challenged. So, uh, X, that kind of talks a little bit about uh, that top three criteria. Now, uh, Cam Tim may have uh, uh, may have given us another topic to, to put down for future X. Uh, great, great insight thinking into the evolution of NIL, and we won't get into this topic, but I want to go ahead and read it uh, and maybe put it down. He says, uh, asking, do we think NIL will help with opt-outs in the postseason? Like maybe uh, kids won't receive a percentage of money if they opt out. That would be an interesting twist on the – the whole NIL, and that's a topic that we'll we'll pick up and, and talk about at a later date. Hey, but, Martin, I, don't, um, I think I've uh, I think I might be having a little bit of a phone issue, and, and so I just patched Hank on through. Hank, good morning. Can you hear us this morning? Is uh, I'm not sh- I'm not sure if we're having an issue on our. I'm not sure if we're having an issue on our side or or, or, or someone else. Uh, oh, I could tell you Hank's side because I hear you you're coming through fine. Yeah, but you Hank, can't hear him back. That's, uh, I'll that's keep okay. trying him. I'll keep trying him. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Yeah, let, 
Well, uh, just if, if you get him and can get him, uh, we can go ahead and move forward. X, uh, I'll toss it back to you. We got Pat Holden, so you can bring uh, – Pat, you're in with uh, Martin and X uh, on, on top 100.9. What's, what's do y'all need me to hang up and call back? No, no you're no, good. I mean, unless, you want, unless you just want to wait and talk to Hank, you can call back. Well, I, I, I had some questions for Hank, but oh, well, you, I mean, you can you can talk, you can call back if we get Hank on. I mean, that won't be a problem. Okay, I, let, let, okay, I got you. I got you. I, I wanted to weigh in on what y'all talking about too. Oh, but first off, you you need to look at education, development, and networking. Those three things are the most important as far as your future, whether it be. I think we. I think we may have lost Pat, but education. No, I, he said, go ahead. No, Pat. no, you, you went out for a second, Pat. Keep going. Education, okay. development. I, I, education, what? development, and networking uh, are the three criteria that's the most important uh, in life. Do do you think that that's your three? Uh, yeah, that's, ex, that's, that's uh, my. Go ahead. Do you actually you ahead, think that players top three are? Uh, that, 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 I, I think that should be a player's top three. <laughs> <laughs> I think my my top three on that would be development as a player and a person. Uh, the ability to win, and probably development as a player person, ability to win and compete for championships, and education. Not necessarily in that order, but those would be my top three. Because you got to look at it, football, not everybody's going to be Tom Brady. The average NFL career last, I think it's, Three and a half years. That's not even a full contract. So when you look at it, you you want to be able to compete. You want to be able to play and have the opportunity to make it to the next level. But you got to have what what comes. You have to be ready for what comes after it. Yeah. Well, that's why I said yeah. networking. Hey guys. Hey, 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 Pat. Let's uh, since you held uh, X. Uh, we got Hank. Um, Okay, Hank, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. This is Hank South of 247 Sports and Alabama and Bama Online. How are you doing this morning? Is Hank there? Is he back? We just talked. Hank, <laughs> could you hear me? He just disappeared on us. Is Pat still there? Yep, Pat. Can you? I'm I'm here. All right. Uh, I'm going to try him on a different line. Then I guess I, it might, might be a problem with my line number two. <laughs> okay, um, Pat. Uh... Hello. Yeah. Eh, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, that's what that's that's what I think the most important things are when it comes to being a. Picking a school, education, opportunity to compete and uh, develop as a person and a player. Okay. 
Um, go ahead and take 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 the. We'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll get the break here. Pat, you can hold on to through the break and okay, see if we can work you. things out. That that we can work things out with uh, Hank. Um, if you you'll stay tuned, and then uh, we'll be back on the other. One hundred point nine. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. The State Bureau of Investigation and FBI are investigating a string of mob threats at colleges and community colleges across the state Wednesday. Both Shelton State campuses here in Tuscaloosa were closed after a caller stated there was a bomb. None was found, and the campuses will open this morning. UAH, Auburn, and nine other community college campuses across the state were evacuated yesterday. Bomb dogs were brought in, but no explosives were found. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. All right, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Uh, we are not going to have Hank South this morning, but we're still going to talk a little recruiting and break down some of the things that have happened around Alabama football. Uh, so as of yesterday, we were able to land five-star safety Caleb Down out of the state of Georgia, the number one safety in the class. And as of currently, that gives Alabama three of the top four defensive backs in the 2023 recruiting class. And I, if Pat is still on with us, I know he talked about this potentially being the best defensive class Alabama has ever signed. And, well, we're one step closer to hit that being a reality. Yes, I'm, I'm here. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, yes sir. Okay. Uh, what what I'm what I'm hearing is that I'll say that to add on to that is that most people are saying that Caleb Downs could be the number one player in the country as far as that goes. And whether uh, but is a cannot miss uh, defensive player, and I'm hearing that Kamari McLean is very much in play for Alabama, and. Then uh, when you add in him, you add into the fact that we just picked up a four-three linebacker out of JUCO, the number one JUCO linebacker in the country. 
that other. And the pieces that I'm hearing that uh, we had, when we if we can add James Smith and uh, the other uh, uh, Russo out of uh, as far as uh, Russo, I guess it is uh, out of Alabama, and uh, uh, the guy out of uh, Huntsville that uh, that this could be one of Coach Saban's best classes. And that, uh, there's also a chance of a, uh, a GCO, uh, defensive lineman that's extremely good. Is that not what you're hearing next? Who's the, who's the D- GCO guy? There's a, there's a GCO defensive lineman out of Mississippi that's also extremely good. I haven't heard much about him. I've heard, of course, a lot about Osborne and Rusal and, and Smith, and I think Alabama's in a great position to get those three guys. And, you know, I really think if they can land those three guys and potentially there's rumors of an old Miss linebacker uh, recruit uh, flipping over to Alabama. So I think really if those four guys end up in this Alabama class, I don't know if you, how you can't say this is one of the best, if not the best defensive classes Alabama has ever signed or the best class, period. Well, hey, when you throw in Kamari McLean for as a as icing on that cake uh, exit, so uh, I mean you'd have to. I'm, I'm yeah, definitely. Better. When you look at Kamari McLean, I, I think Alabama has a really good chance of landing him as well. And if Alabama lands him, this to me this is the best defensive back class ever signed. You're talking about the top four guys in the country all coming to one school. And so I, I think those four guys will solidify that. And then you get these guys at a couple other positions and it solidifies the defensive class as a whole. Oh, sure. And, uh, and uh, you pick up, uh, and I mean, there's a chance that uh, Alabama can uh, flip uh, McKinnon or somebody, the kid that's uh, uh, being recruited by Notre Dame and uh, as an edge rusher, I mean, he's a six six guy. That, uh, hey, and Keeley. Yes, that's him. And uh, this could absolutely nullify these hot-shot quarterbacks that we've uh, supposedly missed on. <laughs> well, I, I don't think we're missing too much at quarterback with what we've got in that room right now. But yeah, I think if, if we're able to flip a guy like TV, that just that just is more icing on the cake at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You got anything else for me, uh you got anything else for me, Pat? That, that, that was it. That's what I wanted to talk to Hank about. But anyway, hey, we'll get Hank next week. And, uh, hey, do, do I need to wait to call in after y'all get Hank on the air? Or, or, or what no, no Pat. I think it was Hank's phone. I, I mean, all of our other callers have worked just fine today. I think Hank's having a okay. little problem with it with his cell phone. I got you. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, uh, Jay. We'll hopefully talk to you then. Bye. Yes, sir. You have a good one. Uh, so another interesting thing that I've noticed that I don't think anybody else has paid a lot of attention to, but Georgia is losing the state of Georgia in recruiting. You go look at the top five guys uh, in the state of Georgia coming in out of this 2023 class, you've got three guys committed to Bama in Downs, Haynes, and Lonergan, and then you've got another one committed to Clemson, and the number five guys going to Tennessee. 
Have you ever seen or heard of a reigning national championship team school not recruiting their state that well? Uh, wow. I mean, I as you said, I, that's not something I had, had noticed or picked up on. Um, but th- that would be a huge blow in terms of, of losing the top five. I understand losing some of the top guys. You, you magnify that X with um, they, they're, you said they're lost the top five. Uh, if you would walk back through those positions, if you know them, what positions they are. The fact that uh, Georgia lost so many guys to uh, the league last year would also uh, make this a double whammy. Not only were they national champions, but they had like the most guys ever recruited. Uh, and that is not even counting the guys who signed as free agent uh, in one class. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, now I'm not in any way insinuating anything's going on, but that is definitely um, uh, an unusual occurrence. Yeah, so the top five guys in the state of Georgia, number one is Caleb Down, safety coming to Alabama. Number two, Justice Haynes, a Georgia legacy and a running back coming to Alabama. You had Vic Burley, a 6'5", 275-pound defensive lineman going to Clemson. You have Dylan Lonergan, quarterback, coming to Alabama. Then you had Ethan Davis, a 6'5", 220-pound tight end going to Tennessee. Okay. The the, the last two, I guess, you could kind of see from a they, – they have – they've recruited a lot of guys in the quarterback room, so – I guess you could see maybe Lonegren because those guys have all been waiting their time and thinking Stetson Bennett's going to finally kick the bucket, as they say, and, and finish his career. But he came back. Um, but he'll be gone next year, but they still have some guys. So I could see that a little bit. Maybe the tight end position, I could understand that. But by the time this kid got there, um, yep. you know, Gilbert and Washington would probably be gone. Um, so Bowers would be a junior. Huh? Bowers would be a junior and be able to okay. leave after 2023. Yeah, so that, that that one maybe not so much. Then the other guys, it didn't make – I mean, they were hurting at defensive back last year, so that doesn't make sense. They didn't all of a sudden get great unless they have a bunch of guys. They lost a couple defensive linemen, lose, lose a couple more off of that vaunted defense. Um in traditional Georgia running backs, they don't have a stable full like they normally do. So that, that is an interesting observation, Axe. I don't, I don't know if there's anything behind it. You might want to do a little research on that. Yeah, and just looking at the top ten as a whole, they only have three of the top ten. The others are going. Other guys are going to. You got one going to Louisville and one going another tight end. Uh, the guy going to Louisville's offensive lineman, the guy, other one is a tight end going to Ohio State. But then they have an offensive lineman committed, a linebacker, and an edge committed to Georgia. But, yeah, out of the top ten guys, they've only got three of them, and several are what you would consider positions of need. Well, and this year, I mean, what the other interesting part of that is X, all ten of the top ten are all committed already. Um, I don't know. I don't know how often you see that. That as well. Yeah, you you really don't, in my opinion. But and I know a lot of Alabama fans. You know, a few weeks ago, we mentioned it in the show. 
were a little bit worried about how, oh no, losing Peter Woods, having Washington decommit, Alabama got a top five class now and looking to finish stronger. And of the top five, they've got fewer recruits already committed than the four teams in front of them. And then they have the highest player ranking still. So even though this class has, quote-unquote, been slower to come together, it's still, per player, the best class in the country. Yeah, let me ask you this, Ed. Is that is it slower or is Nick Saban, has he shifted his recruiting clock, meaning that he's, you know how they say committable offers? Is Nick Saban waiting because because now you can't afford to miss on a guy, um, uh, you know, if you give him the ability to commit really early because you don't have as much time after the end of the season um, to, you know, Nick Saban notorious has been a guy has takes a commitment and then two or three guys and then they end up uh, choosing to decommit and go somewhere else. Well, now when this season's over, you're pretty much signing the class. Um, in terms of who you got. So has he pushed his clock back and not really giving a lot of committable offers until post-spring after they get to see him one more time in that evaluation period and then after camps? Because the last couple of years, that's what it's been. Oh, man, everybody got all these recruits. Alabama's struggling. Alabama's struggling. Boom, we get a burst right after spring. Boom, we get a burst right out the camp, and then boom, we get a burst right before the season starts. Yeah, I think his clock probably has changed due to, as you said, having an early signing day. Alabama signed just about their entire class. Maybe maybe one or two guys didn't sign um, during the early signing period. But they had they were already committed, and the reason they didn't sign that day is because they were they 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 weren't enrolling early into college. So I think the clock has changed, and I think you'll start to see this be the trend because you're seeing it not just with Alabama, but with most schools. You're talking about a lot of schools have fifteen plus commits already. So I think the classes are coming together in a different time frame than what we have seen before. Yeah, it looks like Nick Saban kind of holds everybody off, gets who he wants, gets some, gets one more view of them either in the uh, visitation period during um, spring, either uh, in a camp or an official visit, and then the rec- then the commitment starts rolling in. Hey, that's Xavier Houston X and O Sports regular part uh, co-hosting with the Martin Houston Show. Hey, I want to remind you, go check out Alabama One. More truck for your book, more car for your cash. Don't forget about them. Uh, that's Joe Gaither behind the glass. He has a cup of Joe coming up at 11 o'clock. I'm Martin Houston for the Martin Houston Show with Martin. And he's over on Tide 100.9. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters that were part of the program. Hey, we may kick that can down the road and talk a little bit more about that top three criteria. Cam Tim asking, Has will NIL ultimately change the opt-out? Uh, philosophy of players. We can talk about that because we got a fire sale Friday coming up. Make sure you come back and join us on tomorrow. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not you don't understand all your ways to acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Road tide out there, everybody.